Whatever that stuff at, yeah. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live with your host, Tony Redford, and my co-host, Madonna Sherwood and Francis Lockins. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live starts now. What is like living in Beaumont, Texas, episode... Hey, what it do? We are back on Knowledge is Power podcast with my hosts and cast and everyone that can get on here. I got Tr- uh, Trisha, Kim, uh, Primo, Terry Roy. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, and, and oh, uh, Chris Jones. What's going on, guys? I understand you got a, a, a brand new for, uh, development is, is started here in Beaumont. Uh, they're <laughs> right now. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Uh, the. Uh, the main event the main event yeah 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 it's supposed to be a big deal yeah yeah it's just real deal i tried very hard to 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 uh uh, to invest in that deal there also uh you've got an investor and an investor want to do some planning with the 555 main street how about that yeah yeah that that, uh it's actually quite a few investors that want to do something with it uh but they restrict a lot of the investment that came through or that was earmarked for it because of the, the uh, I guess, proposal to tear down the building. A lot of the investors saw, I guess, an asset in the building itself. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess like with the city officiating that they were, they are going to tear it down or demolish it, a lot of the investors or interests... Um, interested investors uh kind of tapered off a little bit so mm-hmm. so uh okay we'll we'll dive back into that and uh trisha what you've got on on the menu uh we're gonna reschedule the meeting i'm not sure exactly when yet but um the the early voting is going on and the booths were going to be left put away on site but so, so, um, it wasn't so, something i was comfortable with so so explain to the the audience what booth what meeting you had planned we had a citizens meeting going down, going on at Rogers Park this evening, um, but I got word at the last minute that the early voting was going on and they're not moving the booths or any of the materials out. They're just going to put it away. And that's a very sensitive subject and yeah. I don't want to be responsible for any of it. I don't blame you. I do not blame you. So Terry, what you've got on your menu we're going to want to talk about tonight. Well, he just blanked out on us. Well, I'll let you take over the show. Go ahead. I mean, what you? <laughs> oh, well, you know, go I'm ahead, here. bro. Go ahead. Uh, I'm just really mainly, you know, getting more involved with uh, what's going on with the schools. Mm-hmm. So, 
I attended the uh, the BISD meeting the other day, and it's going to probably be a lot more teachers leaving. So, by even, con- I mean, I don't blame one, them because the I, disrespect they, is ridiculous. Not only giving them, want to give them a two point two five percent raise. After talking and, about and, dropping a hundred thousand on a name, and yeah. then like uh, the thing about the two point two percent, the the thing about that raise is, and this goes for the city of Beaumont as well. Um, the little raise that you give your employees that does nothing but cover their insurances, and that's what's paid out on the monthly. So, like, um, you know, that two percent or three percent uh raise or cost of living increase that you know the city of Beaumont, and sometimes it's not even a cost of living, they just call it a bonus, a one time stipend or whatever you want to call it. They give that to you know employees of the city of Beaumont and BISD, which is another reason, like Terry said, why we lose teachers by the goo gobs. Um, You know, there is, like I said, there is no real leverage when it comes to, you know, that 2% raise or that 3% raise. And you know that that 2% is not gonna go into your pocket or into your savings or into your household for that matter. Uh, it's just going to go, you know, towards some expense that is going to increase or projected to increase. So that's where you get that, you know, that 2% raise. And again, like I said, cost of living increases went up uh, not only for <clears throat> um, uh, several government employees, uh, but also has increased for you know, veterans and social security recipients as well. And that, again, like I said, still isn't, um, I guess, money to be concerned about saving or, you know, holding on to because it's, it's as soon as you get it, you it's gone. Right, 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 right. Yeah, because right. they, were, they were talking about uh, trying to add maybe, I think it was contributing 400 something dollars to their uh, insurance. Was that that's not going to do any good either? So right, for right. so that was right. just kind of to keep them quiet. So pretty much, but pretty much, and that's not nothing. Inflation has already killed that. So right, 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 right. Okay, if you just joined us, folks, we're talking about the BISD Beaumont Independent School District uh, um, losing teachers uh, for next school uh, uh, hmm. school year uh, because of lack of what can I say incentives. Lack of lack of concern, lack of support. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, like, and that, you know, some campuses in the district, and I'm speaking as a volunteer. um, Now, mind you, this year, I didn't volunteer as as much as I usually would have in the past, um, uh, especially after the introduction of COVID. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Mm my, uh, I guess, like, knowledge of when it comes to, you know, each campus being governed by itself or governed, so, so to speak, by its administration, um, you, you find, you know, where some administrators support and, and give off to, you know, uh, their teachers and their, you know, their overall campus community. But as far as like it coming wholeheartedly from the district, that, you know, that's not, that's a hit and miss, uh, especially when when it comes to you know in class support, in uh, on campus support. You know, like I said, uh, support that comes with uh, 
certain things that teachers are purchasing out of their pockets so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um you know that is an issue especially in this area like i said um cost of living has went up taxes has went up um you know but your base pay is still i guess mediocre is not meeting um a national uh standpoint let alone a, a state you know medium income so yeah they offer more excuses as to why they couldn't give them a raise and trying to find reasons to give them a raise mm -hmm. see that thing about it is the city of Beaumont and bisd gonna have to come together and try to figure out what they both need to do because one one can't survive without the other in both ways so you're not Absolutely. getting no kids no no kids educated to to go into the workforce right you know and that's it's it's horrible yeah they're gonna have to do something yeah well maybe we need to invite one of our um board members a board member yes uh -huh. to the, from the district and, and yeah. invite them and let them have an, an open dialogue and let's talk about you know, what can we do or how can we uh, come together and incentivize these teachers and if if not the uh if not the uh if, you know the the board members someone in ad, admin or someone in hr mm -hmm. Uh, from the school district, we need to definitely hear from that side of this government entity, uh, because there are people that you know uh, may want to uh, sub or or something of that nature for a part time, and you know, or, or may want to come back to the district, and, and you know, they don't have that opportunity, um, you know, or just want basic insight on you know some of the potential incentives that can be given um you know like tuition reimbursement different things like that certification you know uh payoff or, or something like that you know um a lot of teachers that's you know again it's that support and i'm not just talking about in the classroom that um is the which is the reason why a lot of teachers are leaving the district you think you know you would you would you stay to a school district that's going to pay you fifty thousand, or would you go to one that's going to pay you sixty two? Sixty two to sixty three thousand dollars. Yeah, because <laughs> most exactly. You know why would why would you stay for that? You know that's just because I, I was at the board meeting the other day and I went up and spoke. I'm always speak. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I say you know that two point two five percent y'all offering. I say y'all might as well just go around and slap every teacher in the face that's sitting in this audience. I said, because that's basically what you're doing by offering that low ball amount. I said, you wonder why, you know, parents are taking their kids out of school and leaving the city now, altogether. Now, is that a 2.2% on the overall annual salary or is that just an increase in like uh, uh, your your weekly, monthly, bi-weekly uh, pay? Yeah, your bi-weekly pay. Oh yeah, that but is. But it, it was only it was two point two five to for some teachers and uh, paraprofessionals, whatever they call them. Yeah, paraprofessionals. It's two percent. It was just two percent. So isn't cost of living at least three? At least cost of living is at least three point. At least right. Three point three. So that's why I'm like, what what is that? But other school districts are are giving at least from six to eight percent raises. Yeah, and they try to make all kind of excuses as to why they can't, you know. I don't give them understand raises. why, right? And, and why our district 
can't be or become again a competitive district when it comes to education uh when it comes to employment based you know uh morale here yeah, um, yeah I, and then then again like i said you you know you don't have that over, that overall support when it comes when it comes from the district itself yeah, the two biggest entities are felon and Beaumont, which is the city and the school district. Because right. felon, because you know, Beaumont lost what it was, 3,100 people since the last census. 3,100 people. Yeah, and, and that's that's just those that chose to participate in the census process. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's at least five or six. Correct. Chris. Correct. 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 And, and not to, you know, not to mention uh, those residents that, that moved to Beaumont. Um, that chose not to participate in the census. Right, right. You know, and that that goes, <clears throat> not even that, but you you also have, you know, some residents. We I guess we can call them residents that are registered to vote in the city of Beaumont, but not registered as a a census resident uh, to the city of Beaumont. So that too is a you know a play on numbers that we have to be careful of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but well, something, something got to happen. Something got to happen. So something has uh, to happen, and immediately. Yeah. So we, you attended last uh, last Thursday our school board meeting, and um, what else was discussed uh, besides the uh, the stadium? Which I'm uh, glad. I am so glad they kept that. Um, left that name alone let's move on you know that's just something that we just need to move on with yeah, yeah. my thing they really discussed was those two items but the thing that bothered me is that they stayed on the stadium name change more than they stayed on on the races, the pe- on the races the which, which let me know what a focus is exactly and not for nothing but the teachers must be so just dis- feel so disrespected because even if them they did give them a reasonable raise look at how they've treated them all this time sometimes the money's not worth seen it how they walked out of there <laughs> it was a lot of them there so i will say uh being a past district pta president and that's over 26 to 27 schools um we saw like you know the riff happen we saw like the the arts um uh you know language art um, you know all that come into uh i guess like subjugation uh at at one particular time um and for i guess and it's you know and i understand being an an, an elected official you are the voice and vocal of your constituents or your voters base or the the area region that you represent and i totally understand that if those individuals come to you and say hey we want this it is incumbent upon you as the elected official to one hear what they say bring them ideas and then bring those ideas from them to the general board or general council uh so that it could be you know either one brought to the agenda and or voted on um but in that process there is a i guess like an education session that should happen where people are made familiar to you know certain processes and um certain rules and regulations you know how to go about this and that 
um i think it is incumbent on the elected official to to at least educate their constituents and the electorate um that they so desperately need here um i do know that you know certain things we need but i like like you said tony i, I just didn't see a necessity for a name change up on the uh, on the agenda especially at the the closure of a very hectic year for bisd not to mention like terry <clears throat> like terry mentioned you have teachers that are not coming back you have administrators that are not coming back so you know you have some important things that you need to do and some leverage that you need to 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 uh encourage uh, I guess like the administration side of BISD to handle because like 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 Terry said um, and like I've mentioned in in previous campaigns when I when I was uh, running for office BISD is the circulatory system for the city of Beaumont period absolutely and without that bloodline without that that sturdy pulse um, this city dies absolutely so, yeah. Yep. And the only thing they talked, like I said, they talked about the uh, the building for a long time. They gave these little long dissertations about this and that. And the only thing that really stopped it from passing is that Mr. Dunn, he asked uh, Stacy, uh, could he could they raise the money to pay for it to take the name down? And if 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 Stacy would have said, "Yeah, we'll raise the money to take it down," that name would have been changed. But Mr. Dunn voted against it because he didn't want to pay use the district's money to pay yeah, for it. Yeah, taxpayers' dollars. Other on... than that, if he had said yes, we'll 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 raise the money for it. So that told me right there, you really didn't have the support like you thought. Because if you did, you would have said, "Yeah, we'll raise the money." Right. Or we everybody, have everybody, sponsorship yeah. that's going to do it. Everybody will say you're there in your corner until you, you need them in your corner. Until so, it's time, that's it. And then he must have said, yeah, well, maybe they won't do it. And but. see, like, like, there's more, like I said, there's more press, pressing matters that than should that. be, I guess, like the forefront of the district. Like Central Senior High School is still an edifice that taxpayers are paying for. Might I add it's empty. And I'm not talking about the wing that you allow Paul Brown uh, Alternative School to use. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a three-story building, with two gyms, a science hall, uh, a wood shop, uh, an agricultural center. Um, you have shit. I'm, excuse my expression. There's a, a cafeteria, an auditorium, an auditorium that's outfitted with a bomb shelter so i mean like and we still as 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 citizens of beaumont rather or not we realize it that and, as well as it. price as well as price elementary that's over uh, uh west, in, in west Moreland, right Eleanor, so you school, have yeah. those two schools you have i know for sure that's still on the books if i'm not mistaken i know it was on it was for sale at one time yeah. um but you, you have those two schools to my recollection. I know for sure Central. You have Central for sure that sits at the heart of the city. 
uh, that that you know pretty much sits in the middle portion of the city. It's visible from all points of Interstate 10 and 69. And here it is, years later, you still have no idea what you want to do with our tax dollars that you annually consume for this particular campus. I'm not understanding that. I don't understand that. I don't understand how is it that we got money to throw at a, 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 a renaming a, 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 a center mm-hmm. and we don't have the money to adequately educate our children <clears throat> as well as make the campus community not the entire community around the campus but the campus community at least make it a hot spot for all students so that they can at least access wireless um uh internet right i don't get it as a volunteer and a visitor on campus i can't get internet so i could just imagine i could just imagine what you know what our students have to do if they're not plugged in on an ethernet cable or 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 some type of server that the district uh has for them so that, you, that that's redundant so you're telling me and when you're telling us that our campus are not equipped with wi-fi not equipped for a campus community wi-fi oh. you have campus wi-fi internal wi-fi that you know you you might be able to access mm-hmm. uh and i and i say might and and I say that strongly. You might be able to access, um, especially depending on the the type of device. If it's a BISD uh, issued device, you might be able to connect Wi-Fi wirelessly. Um, but if, like, say for instance, it's a volunteer. Again, I, I go back to uh, assets of the community. If it's a volunteer, or if it's you know a, a church group or a, a non-profit organization that's outside at the campus you know just volunteering making sure that they go you know walk home safe or get in the car safe or get on the bus safe or just handing out treats at the end of school or in the morning time they cannot and will not be able to access any internet along the premises of that school wow that is something have this been brought up to the board I'm not I'm not sure, but I will say before Dr. Allen uh, was um, uh, introduced as the superintendent of schools uh, and, you know, we had two uh, what they call them interim superintendents uh, between that the, between her time span. Uh, it was mentioned, you remember, when they were going through the community or going through certain schools and having the community to come and give questions or statements on our, on on postcards those were the times when a lot of people addressed you know wireless activity not knowing that 2019 2020 would come around and wireless activity or connectivity to for students would be as paramount as it was same goes for the city of beaumont you have ample parks <laughs> Ample parks and none of them is wirelessly capable. Let a, I mean, you could barely get electricity in some of our parks. So, you know, mm. or clean bathrooms. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, you caught me with a mouthful. Have y'all noticed the uh, city, the new city buses that we got? No, yeah. no, I have not seen them. Yeah, I've seen a couple yeah. of them. I haven't been in town to, to see them. Yeah, they're I nice green. 
They're nice. No, it's a, a line of them. And, and, right. and is it electric? I think so. I'm I not sure. Know. I think it's a I think it's a hybrid type hybrid. vehicle. It looks mm -hmm. hybrid. I think it's yeah, it looks very hybrid, like a compressed natural like, gas and maybe mm -hmm. electric or they something. They took the like other that. ones off the road, right? No, not all of them. Uh, yeah. Some of those are still in operation, and that's a good thing. And this is what I don't understand. Why? Did okay. they take the wraps off of them, at least? Some of them, yeah. They took the yeah, uh, wraps okay. off of some right. of them. Thank but, God. you know, you still have the wraps on. Yeah. The one that says don't flush. Uh, yeah. That one still has the wrap. And I think the other one that, uh, that circles around advertising uh the city uh of beaumont on it i think those are the yeah. only two that's in operation that has the wrap on it right. um but um i'm not understanding <laughs> i'm not understanding okay it's good that we got new city buses okay it's good that we get new police vehicles and it's good that we get new ems vehicles and new fire vehicles and or apparatuses and or equipment for those vehicles you know i'm, I'm ecstatic about that but what I don't understand is how in the hell are we, the citizens, paying for all these vehicles plus our vehicle and we still don't have adequate streets to pass on? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> and all the repairs we have to pay for our cars, too. I mean, yeah. like, yeah. So, like, upkeep on our police vehicles lasts for at least three years. I, I found out after uh, scrutinizing them, most of our police vehicles are kept for three years. Um, and then they switch it out with another new vehicle, whether it's a, a most of the times y'all see now we have SUVs and pickups. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out, you know what I'm saying? The upkeep plus gas on SUVs. and pick I have an SUV. Um, so I know the gas mileage and I'm not riding all over every, every street in Beaumont, but I do ride the boundaries of my neighborhood association and I'm, I mean, like that funding comes out of my pocket, you know what I'm saying? So like, not only am I funding, I'm, I guess like my leisures and, and my, you know, my volunteer services, but I'm also funding the city of Beaumont, the city of Beaumont EMS, the city of Beaumont fire department, um, the city of Beaumont police department. And notice I did say the city of Beaumont because every vehicle in every department we pay for as, as citizens. And, and I, I can't see how we get brand new vehicles, but we can't get a full street that's repaired. And I'm talking about something equivalent to, you know, the Dowling Road repavement project or grant or whatever that they, they applied for. <laughs> I would like to see, <laughs> yeah, I would like to see that same yeah. grant that they applied for on Dowling Road be applied for for 4th Street. You know what I'm saying? I think I think that majority of the businesses and residents on 4th Street is older than, um, you know, the ones that are on Dowling Road. I mean, it just makes sense to, you know, maintain what is already underkept. You know what I'm saying? I thought they were supposed to start on 4th Street pretty soon. Man, that was a... Okay, so there was a street study back in, what, 16, 15, if not earlier than that, maybe even 13. Um, the street study was supposed to give us a grade on, uh, on certain streets so that the city would know which streets to repair first. 
Now, I don't know what grade, you know, what the grading <laughs> perspective was. I, I really can't say because nobody, that still has not been disclosed. But like not long after they finished this uh, street assessment, um, Orange Street at Royal, which is a block away from Martin Luther King Middle School, sank. Like, I mean, a, a big old sink, right? And then a month or so before or after that, Sabine Pass at Jackson Street had collapsed. Now, mind you, that's one two blocks away from Charlton Pollard Elementary School. So if you see like all of this that I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning happen, you know, in the oldest area of the city, then the streets that it should have said that y'all should focus on, you know, some of these streets. But then again, we don't know what the street study consisted of. We don't know. We might know who did the street study, but we don't know what tools and measurements that they use to come up with their grade for street repairs. And I mean, like those were hundred. If not, I'm, if I'm if, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was a hundred thousand dollars plus a hundred plus thousand dollars for a street study. Do you know how much we could save on studies if they just listened to the citizens? Man, I'm telling you, the best study you can get is us. We live in oh it. Oh my God. We live in it. They have to do a study for the files. <laughs> they had to do files. a study for the bus riders, like for to see files. how many people ride the yeah. bus. What? I mean, like, you, you shouldn't even have to do a study for that. Just hop your ass on the bus. Get on the bus. Study for Ride the, it for a week. If you are only an elected official and or a commission, uh appointee of the city of beaumont or the 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 jefferson county or or bisd if you are a committee person appointee do you I'm, I, and i'm not talking about everybody because this guy that's sitting in front of us terry roy does his job as a commission member for the city of beaumont especially when it comes to parks and recreation now the question is how is it that these parks go for so long without adequate and proper funding and upkeep and repair now mind you we said funding but that doesn't mean that the, the budget don't say that parks already got an x amount of dollars <laughs> so if parks got an x amount of dollars why is it that Charlton Pilot Park is fighting four years consecutive for uh, um, playground replacement? I mean, we have sawdust or wood chips, whatever you want to call it, at the bottom of our, our playground or the play area, and it has not been changed out, raked up, or nothing since 2003. Wow. Is the plywood still on that that they put on there, Chris? The plywood is still on there along with the little artificial grass turfing that they got on top of, of the plywood that they either glued the money on the screwed or stapled. And that's nasty. That's nasty. Let's not even go there, Trisha, with the nasty ass. No, how about the new one at 555? Five, five. We Girl, can't replace what we have. Let's not go there with that nasty stuff. I mean, y'all have done for me. Did I okay. send you that email, Chris? That he, that yes. he sent me? I yeah. Did. Okay. So like, I'm not, okay, so that's nasty, y'all. A splash pad is nasty, okay? And the oh, reason yeah, I say a splash pad is nasty because one, if I could go to my, my faucet in my house and take the faucet water and it look a color or it smell a certain way from my house now, from my house, I could guarantee you that that, that water that's spouting from the ground 
into some little dump bucket or whatever that's been raining down on your child is it's probably worse than what your child showered in this morning and the reason i said it is because you have birds ooh, you got bird poo poo you got bird tt you got other kind of dog pee pee dog boo boo squirrel boo boo red boo boo you got all kinds of that i can't see now maybe if i was younger i probably would be like yeah let's get in this splash pad no you one don't you don't you do not have in that water is not treated in any way shape form or fashion oh. for it to be oh. on a splash pad go up and come back down and go back and come back down and go you know how many times that water that came up and went back that's nasty y'all that's disgusting that's nasty and i can't and i remember a while back every time when, yeah just recycled Recycle. I've never been to the splash pad. I, I think it's just got a lot of germs anyway, so I wouldn't go. The one at Rogers Park? At all parks. They I've, use I've the same water over and over and over again? Well, I didn't know that no. Either. So what happens is, okay, so like, you know, the, it spouts up, right? The, it spouts up, then it, the, it rains back down. Okay. Before that water can reach the drain, it spouts back up again. Now, mind you, the water that spouts back up again is allegedly new water. But if y'all know, like I know, if you go like this here in the pool, you just all you did was grab some other pool water and squirted it up. So as it passed over the, the spouts, as water passed over the spouts, that water that's shooting up takes some of that water back up and then some of that water back up and then some of that water back up and then some of that water back up. And not to mention, like I, like I said, that water's not, you know, a pool is not treated like pool water. It doesn't have like chlorine elements in it. You know what I'm saying? So you don't really have nothing to combat like staph infection and pink eye and piss. COVID and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like somebody pee. And that, like I said, if that water is going up and down, hitting the pad, and piss is doing the same thing you know i can't i just I, I really can't i really can't so me as far as the city of beaumont um i'm not gonna say proposing but exampling and and that's one of the things that i i i, I wanted to mention uh in one of our previous recordings on this very topic um i'm not sure that the city of beaumont proposed anything to 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 the city of Beaumont, citizens of Beaumont when it comes to 555. But I will say they exampled something with very minuscule taste um, uh, on their very first meeting about it. Now, as far as like any, you know, overall plan or, hey, this is a, the official plan that we want to do or going to do at 555, that's, that's not, I, I'm not sure. But I will say, if you think that we are going to leave outside of our already splash padded neighborhoods to go to a downtown <laughs> splash pad. You got life totally screwed up. You got it all screwed up. And that's not, we're not, we're not about to do that. We're not going to do that. That's nasty. I'm going to tell y'all again, that's extremely disgusting. I thought I saw Tony out there on one of them splash pads. He probably <laughs> was. Tony? <laughs> Hey, See, I done, I done got educated on it now. Hey, you're pushing in the splash pad, Tony. Billy and all. 
yeah, I'm man. trying to get yeah. my feet wet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. So we. All right, you can't throw some shade on me, man. I know you. I, I, I'm watching you from now on. So you try to hold on. Right, hey, listen, uh, we talked about BISD and the teachers' concerns about uh, more pay, uh, the pay they, they, they were um, suggesting that they are uh, 2.5 was the proposal, which is a joke. Um, I want to touch back on that for one second and and ask if what what is the process of getting involved to to the administrators uh at BISD and and let's see what can be done uh maybe we can invite them over and uh, let them discuss why it was only a 2.5 uh, uh, pay scale upgrade, mm-hmm. um, you know, because that's that's not enough because gas is going up. You know, I think about it. Last year, we couldn't go nowhere but two, three miles from home because of COVID. Now, this year, 2022, we can't go but four or five miles away from home now because of high gas. We we got a problem. But you I, might I, be able to get one of them to come on. I don't think you're going to get Maybe one. Uh, maybe one. Maybe one. I'll ask him and see what he say. Well, I'm like, the same I, one I'm thinking about. I, I'm probably, gonna, the youngest I, I, one. Oh, I'm probably mm-hmm. gonna invite the president. How about that? Yeah, that'd be nice. That's not going. That'd um, be nice. Yeah, Wait, who I don't see it happening. Reese. No. Done. Done. Oh, okay. Okay. Mr. Dunn might yeah, come yeah, on. He come on. He come. I thought I thought Reese was the still the president, but no. And you know, Kevin might come on. We don't Kevin know. Kevin come on. Yeah. yeah, we could ask. Right. Yeah. Let's ask him. Let's, 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 let's see what's going on. What's on his mind? He's different. Yeah, he's different. Very different. I like him though. Oh man, man, <laughs> very, very brilliant, bright guy. Yes, yes. So we'll do that, and I'll I'll start that next this week coming. Uh, I want, I'm gonna get back to you guys. Let you guys flow back to five 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 main, and let y'all get back busy with that. Uh, and I'm gonna be behind the scenes putting together our Tuesday show with Jonathan Williams Center. He's gonna be with us, Mr. Jonathan yeah. Williams. He was gonna be with us Tuesday. That's two days from now. Day after next, uh, uh, talked about his new uh, show that's coming to Beaumont. Uh, so we'll have him there. Uh, so back to five 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 Main Street. The new investors. I saw the game plan. I saw his plan. What is his? What is his? Also, <laughs> what is his? Have the city and and, and the investors discussed uh, his proposal? I don't understand what there would be to discuss. If we can get our money back and, and break even, why why is this even on the table? I think you offer three million for it, right? Right, and we've got two point eight in the purchase, and another what three in the abatement? Yeah. Okay, so let's get our money back and call it a day. This could be over with. A lot of egos getting in the way. I, I, I still wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it got tore down. Oh, AT&T building? Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised, but I don't know. You know, we always left in the dark about a lot of things. So, right. And this, or should this, I say we don't turn on the light is the problem that so. too that too we're in the dark because we don't turn the light on so uh, that too i tell you well the city's supposed to be run like a business and if there's anybody up there who doesn't understand that it's bad business to not sell or to yeah to not sell the building I, we're screwed 
the city should be ran as a nonprofit organization as it is listed, period. Right. Right. And well, for the city to operate, um, to for the city to govern itself frivolously with my money, and I say mine, and I, I when when I say mine, I include everybody. Uh, but the frivolous spending of my money is is aggravating, extremely highly. aggravating, especially when there are issues, um, you know, that need to be addressed. Issues that uh, will cost you, eventually, can potentially cost you more than what you paid for that AT and T building. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot like, like, you know, like Terry said, it's a lot of, you know, egos and, and personal agendas that, you know, certain members of council and the administration have, you know, so like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, so we, we yeah. definitely have to bring ourselves out into you know, or turn the light on, like, like, like Terry mentioned. But yeah. it also brings about an attractive space for us to invest in as citizens. If we don't, you know, if we don't have buy-in, um, most of the things that come into our area is just going to eventually die off within the next three to four. Yeah. And, thing and that that's gets just me, being honest. The thing that gets me is how people just can sit idly by, you know, while you you pay your taxes. And, and you sit at home and you see what these people are doing and, and you just don't say nothing because they done manipulated your mind so much to where you they that you think they are always right and they're going to always do the right thing with your money. That That's right. not going to happen. Right. And another thing, I you, guess, like mindset that... You can't keep sitting that, idly by. I, I just don't get it. You can't. Right, right. Another mindset, Terry that I think we need to uh, eradicate is if they did it good for me, then that's all, that's it. It's that's, that's all that matters is they did good for me or they did good to me. And what I try to tell a lot of people is most of the times, if they did good, something good for you, then 99.999% of the rest of the population is still sitting here with their hand out yeah. because that was a, on that, that what was good for you only was good for you. It wasn't good for the masses or any other individuals yeah. that may just may just be in that situation as well. So yeah. I, I try to tell people, you know, oh well, I'm voting for this person because they did this for me. Now, now, if they did, if if, if you advocated for something of special interest, then you should have advocated for that interest to be. Um, you know, I guess like citywide, because it's more than just you that's going through that one particular issue. And until we as a community and we as a city and as a taxpaying base uh, come to realize that we're going to always be footing the bill for things that that's, you know, never that's never going to come into fruition. And I try to also try to tell people on the west side of the city that the misappropriation of funds for the east side of the city, y'all still going to pay for it regardless. Y'all going to pay for it regardless. I promise. If you pay for it now, it may be a little cheaper than you pay for you paying for it 10 to 20 years down the line. 
mm-hmm. and waiting for waiting two years every 20 year cycle for somebody new to come in um to do something you know to do something intuitive and 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 you know with ingenuity and and you know just the effect of you know affecting effecting the entire city i mean like it's it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy the things that we allow to happen it is this election we got we got some people right that we elected but we got a lot of people wrong that was elected on bisd and and council so wow Strong, I'm not gonna say who was. It's the truth, though. You know the truth I mean, hurts if, sometimes. Right. You know? If you if you generally if you're just generously generally observing, you you can see some wrong in certain things, even if you're not astute on what's going on. Um, you can see and feel certain things. Just don't it don't don't sit right with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. COVID is. Yeah. Po- 2020 came about and open removed scales off a whole bunch of people's eyes spiritual mental uh physical you know removed a bunch of scales off of people's eyes and and i guess like now is the opportunity for us to capitalize on the lacks lacks uh thereof that we didn't receive in the past the same goes for you know having like like my neighborhood i live in y'all know i live in the real south end it's people in my neighborhood that that's been holding on to property for as long as I can remember. And some of this property is still vacant till this day. And a lot of these property owners are waiting for the, I guess, like boundaries of in- industries to encroach more into the area and purchase and, and you know, offer them something big uh, for their property. I mean, like, I don't I don't see. I don't see that happening. Of of course, we we're starting to see in the area where <clears throat> some of these vacant lots have houses on them now, and and new brand new houses. I'm not talking about a, a FEMA rebuild. I ain't talking about that. <clears throat> I'm talking about brand new houses, property that's being uh, resubmitted back to the tax roll. Um, but. I li- again I live in the, the the historical South End. Not saying that everybody in my area has a fixed income, but majority do. I'm not saying that everybody in my area uh, is low to moderate income, but majority of us are. Uh, not saying that everybody in my my area needs uh, affordable housing, but the majority of us do. And you know these new houses that we see come into the area obviously is indicative to something that we're not seeing as as you know already existing residents these are potential and these are investors into not only the city of beaumont but jefferson county as well and we as citizens residents would like to have at least some insight and some idea on areas that we could potentially invest in jefferson county and the city of beaumont well that's a good topic, and I uh, hope it gets somewhere. Francis, yes, well, welcome back. It's good to see you back. <laughs> and, you know, it's earlier, good to be uh, back. Earlier, tried to throw a little shade on me, but I ain't got a back. <laughs> I, I, I caught her one day. I went by her job one day and caught her unfiltered. <laughs> Very unfiltered. <laughs> oh, oh, it got my yeah. attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do y'all think about the election? 
Well, that was, gonna, that was my next topic. What we're we gonna do? What, what's what's going on about with the election? Right? Which we election? Because you know we on. had a, a, an election, the uh, uh, amendments election. Right. State what? Rep. Right. Okay. State rep election. Yeah. The runoff. Okay. Yeah, the runoff. It's gonna be tight. I yes. think it might be a difference of maybe two hundred and fifty votes. Oh, I think. I think. Yeah. Uh, What's his name? Going to manual. He's probably going to win the Port Arthur side. In my opinion. Uh huh. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. tight. It's going to be tight. It depends on who. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not expecting um, any one of the candidates to solely carry any um, any of the cities. Place. You know what I'm saying? In particular, yeah. I do. I do see, uh, especially during the runoff. I do see. Well, after the general election with with three candidates on the ballot, I do see a lot of individuals that was supporting uh, Lisa Weber split. Um, and, you know, she's she's not on the ballot uh, in the runoff, right. which is why it's a runoff. Mm-hmm. But um, her base uh, is, I guess, um, split. Uh, because uh, they didn't want one over the other, and now that that's either of their choice, <clears throat> a lot of people are, <clears throat> you know, saying this and that about each candidate. Me personally, I try to tell people, uh, I don't, I don't give a damn about the candidate. Really, I really don't. I mean, like, my heart goes out to them as candidates. Um, because I know it's a grueling process. I know it's a grueling process. Tony knows it's a grueling process. Uh, but at the same time, politicians don't move me. It's policy that I follow. And I definitely want someone that's astute on policy creation and policy process. Um, not saying that one is over the other because... Uh, you could go to YouTube and learn anything in this day and age. So, um, you know, I just, I just definitely want both of the candidates to know that without, um, without progressive access to all of district 22, I for sure will groom me somebody to run against you because we will not be denied access. I don't care who you are. I mean, like, I like both guys. <clears throat> uh, I consider them both to be friends or acquaintances of mine. <clears throat> and I've, I've pretty much told them the same thing I'm saying right now. Um, you deny us access, I'm coming for you. And if, if, if it has to be me to come for you, trust and believe, I'm going to pull everything out of, the, out of the woodworks to get your seat. And not necessarily me having your seat uh, in, directly. But we're definitely gonna have somebody to represent us, which is some of the same things that we we need here in the city of Beaumont. I agree. Uh, I definitely agree. Well, I think that's kind of wrapped it up for the, this evening. I think but we covered everything that we <clears throat> want to talk about. Well, I I, I do want to uh, uh, let people know that the city of Beaumont is undergoing. Uh, redistricting uh, 
there is a process that is a process uh they have the uh, well i don't know yeah the opportunity for citizen submitted maps uh is still available <clears throat> um but eventually uh members of council is going to vote on, on an overall uh, adopted re redistricting map uh please 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 keep your mind and eye on the decision that they make because um, war two got bigger and war correct. three got bigger i mean correct. war four got bigger correct so there's gonna be some shifting going and on there's somewhere. and mind you all these wars have gotten bigger and there's no annexation of the city to make it bigger right right it's i'm not understanding so yeah and, and <laughs> just keep that in mind the city is undergoing redistricting but the city has not grown one in population has not grown one in in you know in Demand, boundaries boundaries uh so yeah no, you no, might want to no, keep no, that in, in mind no expansion no and an next annexation right no expansions right. no right. annexations uh to incorporate into the 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 right. the, the, the tax base of the city of Beaumont. Right. No jobs. No nothing. <laughs> so um Tuesday <laughs> during the council meeting it's on the agenda that the COVID or the yeah COVID. The corona people, uh, the consultants are going to be giving a presentation about their findings on the water. Okay. Um uh. I would really highly recommend that everybody who can goes and attends that. Um I also want to just chime in my little two cents. If the water was safe to drink, how do we know that? We had to have a study to have it you know checked out so when your water's brown just think about that for a minute okay what you paying for i didn't know corona was for? coming back this week that well it was a, it just happened okay. <laughs> i'm not sure what the circumstances are surrounding that but all of a sudden they're here yeah right okay <laughs> well let's see here let me ask you this guys let me see this uh let me see if i can get it here is this still on this is June 10th yes. celebration? Yeah. Friday, June, uh, June 17th? Six I didn't hear about and, that. Yeah, they, that is still on uh, scholarship award banquets. They are receiving, uh, taking donations um, to add to the scholarship uh, recipients. Um, I guess like the, the amount that's donated. <clears throat> Mind you, this is the 38th uh, annual um, banquet. So, um, I would, I, I just, you know, hope that we, uh, participate okay. not only for our local NAACP, <clears throat> but for our youth. And let me put this out here also about our NAACP, because I hear a lot of people say this, uh, that, you know, our NAACP is nothing or, or is inactive. Um, I will say that as one of not the youth members, but one of the youngest young adult members in in today's NAACP. Our NAACP is majority governed by our seniors and our elders. So with that being said, how far are you expecting to go? How much work are you expecting to put in? Especially if you, young person, middle-aged person, is not a member. That's it. On the NAACP. <clears throat> How far you want to go and you're not a member?
I had my mic off. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we can't see you no way. Yeah, well, we're talking about Juneteenth celebrations, Friday, uh, June 17th at 6.30 p.m., the 38th NAACP Freedom Fund and Scholarship Award Banquet. So I'll see you there, guys. I'll be yes, there. And, mm-hmm. and remember, everybody, Juneteenth celebration is going to be extremely live in the city of Beaumont. There is the Juneteenth that happened. Well, I'm not going to call it Juneteenth. I'm just call it a gathering celebration that happens in Sprott Park. Rogers Park, uh, I'm sorry, not Rogers Park, uh, Roberts Street Park. Mm-hmm. Um, Carol, uh, not Carol, we used to have a Carol. Charlton Pollard Park, um, mm-hmm. this will be, I want to say, the ninth or tenth year. I'm not sure uh, on how many years we've done it. Um, <clears throat> but this will be the uh, annual celebration that we have in the, the Charlton Pollard Park on Irving Street. If you have not been, it's a largely attended uh, event that we celebrate, you know, our fathers, uh, other recipients that we want to acknowledge. Uh, I definitely want to shout out to the Brothers for Positive Change, uh, South End End for Life, SE4L, the uh, 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 groups and organizations that are affiliated with the South End, including um, some of the riders and, and Zodico groups and stepper groups uh, that, that come from the South End. Uh, I definitely want to let everybody know that Juneteenth is gonna is going down this year. So, that's going to be on the Father's Day Sunday. That's going to be the the 19th, if I'm not mistaken. All right, all right, y'all be there, baby. I'll tell you, yeah. I, it's like I passed by last year, it was like a big black cloud. Correct. <laughs> I want to uh, give a little, especially give with a all the barbecue pizza <laughs> yeah. that was given out. Yeah, I just want to give a little shout out to my grandson. He graduated from uh, Evolution yesterday. And he's getting ready. He's getting ready to go to Lamar on a scholarship and become a mechanical engineer. Oh, all so, right. Oh, that's come awesome. on. That's awesome. Best wishes. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm watching my seed, man. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna succeed. I will lift it. Let me let me stick my chest out, man. I'm go gonna, ahead, man. Throw my throw my. I want to get a big shout out to my son, Eric C. Renfro. Yeah, he has made the dean list. Congratulations! Uh, right. uh, uh, these last few uh, semesters, and he has been um, accepted into the business school uh, at the University of Houston. So he's been a, right. he has a four-point GPA. Yeah, we so need to get some of these graduates on yeah. these shows. Yeah, and, I really I like highlight to do that. these kids. Right, and totally their achievements. Yeah, with their achievements. Yes, right. Yeah. I totally agree. We got to do a special show for just to invite them all. Yes. We'll yes. keep a few backstage, bring them on, and when they finish, we'll bring some more on, you know? Oh, also, yeah. Tony. Yes. Um, I do want to mention I have quite a few uh, thanks to uh, the uh, Historical Society at Lamar University. Uh, uh, it's actually the Center for History and Culture of Southeast Texas and the Upper Gulf Coast at Lamar University. Um, and their uh, university uh, literally, uh, literary, 
literary press. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. That word wouldn't come out right. But I do want to show. Put it uh, in the front. Yeah. I guess like frame. I'm gonna put it by me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I do want to show. Uh, I guess like individuals, the uh, book that that's get that that came along with the um, documentary. Oh, um, <laughs> I do have quite a few books left. Local, a local resident. Uh, we will definitely uh, be able to get you a book. Uh, you can meet us on uh, Second Tuesday uh, at the neighborhood prior to or after the neighborhood association at the uh, American Legion on Park uh, Pennsylvania Street. Uh, also, if you are out of state and you want one of these, uh, reach out to the Neighborhood Association uh, Facebook page or Facebook group, um, uh, and we'll definitely communicate that inf your information uh, to uh, Lamar University Literary Press so that they can uh, mail you one out. Uh, right. Other than that. That's it for me, y'all. All right. <laughs> I, I have one other. Let's say uh, that our guest going to be uh, Tuesday, this Tuesday at 7 p.m. Um, I'll, I'll send out an invitation to you guys. We're all going to be here with the Jonathan Williams uh, and the Jonathan Williams Center for the Performing Arts. It's a visual summer camp for the kids. Uh, that's going to start. Uh, a sign-up is going on right now. It's going to start June 14th. Uh, through July the 8th, uh, from Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, now, this is very talented. This is awesome group. I mean, it's going to have very sessions. Awesome group. Right. It's going to have sessions awesome of voice, acting, dance, backstage tech, uh, artist, entrepreneurship. Uh, so we, we want to support that and support Jonathan Williams uh, and his performing arts center. Uh, with that and 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 also we're going to have want to thank the sponsors too uh the camp is only for fifty dollars per for, per student and uh we want to invite the families in to enroll multiple children and contact uh, um, them for additional info and the number is on the screen 832-888-0947 that's jonathan williams and the jonathan williams center for the performing arts uh summer camp with that, we'll have him here on Tuesday. He will kind of go into more detail about it. So let's support yeah. him. Okay, guys? Yeah, all right. I so I can't wait. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So that's going to just wrap us up uh, for our evening. And, and I want to thank you, Terry, Roy, and Trisha Primo, and my good friend, Francis Larkin, and Unc. <laughs> guys, I appreciate you guys tapping in and talking talking about what we are concerned about as we can keep supporting the people in our community, our black african-american communities and uh, with that said good night love thank you for watching knowledge is power podcast live be sure to like and subscribe to all knowledge is power social media pages